brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This podcast is brought to you by Mogul Squared Media. We create the content, you create the lifestyle. Yeah, man. Plus a nigga verified and shit. Like, bro, hey, holla at me, cuz. Like, hey, you need, um, uh, Bacardi, you need to, uh, update your picture on there because you see Dig already threw his up on there. Oh, you know it? Yeah, Dig. Oh, you know it? I threw my shit up there ASAP. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta claim the page, but yeah, Dig got the picture up there. Oh, I gotta, I gotta go do all that shit there. I, was, I, I need people know. to know who I am if they go search that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you ain't sure that motherfucker. Like, IMDb, <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, you, you don't think I put the IMDb as my uh, as my link in my bio? Joe, I need shit. I just don't say I need to update my shit there. Like, <laughs> you already nigga, know I, I did. I have to update this shit after the Easter, after the Easter egg shit. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them do some casting shit on their show. Like, oh yeah, we already talked to the nigga, so look, we already want to get yeah. in there. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right because yeah, right now you uh, your credentials say casting director, so you and Dig got casting director by it and everything like that. Actor credit too. Don't don't forget my actor credit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> where, where, where did you act that, nigga? Like, don't worry about it. I got me an acting credit. Acting like a casting director. That's your act. That's how you double into like No, no, I was in, I was in a music video. Look at ass, nigga. You know. <laughs> Hey, I mean, hey, I, was in the, I was in the, uh, a play downtown when I was in high school. Shit, I had that shit on there. And I auditioned for... <laughs> nigga, I, I had an audition back when I was in high school for uh, 
to play dude from Finding Forrester, the black dude. I remember, yeah, I remember you said that, bro. Like I was, I was trying. Like my, my theater teacher back when I was asking was really trying. He like, bro, you can really get out here. Like if you really just like get the headshots and start really applying for it, like. Yeah. I hey, so you know what's funny and like maybe maybe this is just me like just now thinking in divine intervention and everything so i literally i uh, we, we, we like, i want this record this recording right now we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have an odd opening but i want this to be recorded because this like this shit spoke to me you know i was listening to this podcast and this dude was talking about like how right right now is a, it's the time for the creators right and then um the the uh, um the owner of bet he was telling his story about how, like, the reason why BET got to where it was, he was like, it couldn't have happened at any other time but then. He said he it, it kind of took advantage of the times. There was a time where there wasn't that much black representation on TV, um, and the networks was thirsty to try to find more black representation. And so he came up with the idea of BET, put BET together and pitched it to the network saying, hey, this is going to be the black hub for everybody. And he said that that was what helped him get his um his notoriety and get his masses because at that moment the world wanted that right and i was like fam i feel like at this moment with this geek shit like right now the world is at a standstill but like right now everybody's really trying to find like where their where their hive is at and this black geek lot hive that we have that we quarantined and that that we uh condensed into our platform geek set yeah, 100% like this is the time bro yeah well you know what yeah like I agree with you because it's what it is like everybody it's like everybody got to kind of change their shit you know what I'm saying yeah. like everybody who been like doing something else like how you even saying with Easterway Brother like he's just been a director and Easterway Brother for the season you know what I'm saying but it's like now with shit really kind of chilling it's like well what else is about you that you know what I'm saying that people yeah. should want to know and it's like you can latch on like you, we create this culture yeah. that like so many black people don't still talk about because yeah. they take their success of whatever area they are and just stay in that lane. But it's like, nigga, when you're not doing nothing, you a geek like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, you should be talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what it is. Like, it's really opening up everybody's mind to be like, yeah, you are a professional. Yeah, you made these successes in your life. But when you are really chilling at home, like you a video game, comic book reading, like just regular ass dude. You know what I'm right. saying? And a lot of people don't talk. Like a lot of they, a lot of successful people. When you think about interviews with people and things like that, they don't, those questions don't get asked. Like, really, what you do in your spare time? Even if you ask somebody, if, a, if let's say, like, Ellen was interviewing somebody and she asked, what do you do in your spare time? They're not going to answer the answers that we're looking for because they like, fuck you on Ellen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Know, like, I'm sitting right here. Like, the only person that really kind of did that was, like, Michael B. Like, yeah. finally, told motherfuckers what he really do. You know what I'm saying? But, um, it's more and more people like that. You would thought Michael B would actually explode a lot more niggas talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that would have shocked me that he did it. Yeah. To be you honest, know, you really would have thought that he did, but it's like because only people that really kind of came from that was Megan and him. Like yeah. Megan kind of came out with it, but Michael B being like incorporated with her during that time kind of showed like yeah, these two niggas were really like anime. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it really wasn't like, like other than seeing people doing like designer shoes or shit like that. Like you never really heard an interview with someone talking about like what they watching or, you know, like, shit like that. Like, I would love to hear an interview, like, where a motherfucker asked, like, even if he was a basketball player, like, what you been up to? Like, man, I've been catching up on motherfucking Black Clover. Like, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that, like, that, that, I, I think that, that, I don't even understand what they talking about. 
Right, but and that's the shit that be like, dog, yes, nigga. Like, yeah, and that's the shit that like that's that's the draw because like people like fam, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing, no matter what. And it's funny because like everybody always like like you said when you when you see the interviews they give what they already been given everybody you know they like they're right. on their promo run they're talking about the same thing oh yeah man i was watching a uh, tiger king and uh oh yeah man you know yeah, i've been what everybody doing just right. trying to be blending in with everybody you know so yeah so i'm, I'm super geeked about this man yeah i don't know if he's ever talked about it at all so to get an interview of him in this natural state I'm just geeking out. Yeah. Geeking out. Like, yeah. I don't think ever interviewed in that kind of shape or form. So that's yeah. great content yeah. and interview, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's like another, that's like a 60 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like you talk to everybody else, but talk to me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Watch yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that also, it, um, like I said, you know, with our platform, one of the things about our platform that I love is that it has that comfort level. Like that comfort level of fam, let's let's just talk. You know what I'm saying? So like it's like we gonna we gonna geek out about this, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm still gonna say something that's gonna make you feel comfortable. Like oh shit, I'm talking with the homie. Oh you know right, this, yeah, this, yeah. this shit that me and the homies be talking about when you it's know it's that so. feel of like uh like how they do it on the shop essentially. You know yeah yeah they be interviewing, they be talking, they doing all this shit, but it's just it's just people really just chilling. Yeah. Like, right, right. It's really just it's like some people might not catch you into what's going on, but they still listening. But some people that be like, "Dog, you watch this shit too." Like, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's that's the I like that vibe. I like being able to just like like I said, just really just chill. And yeah. yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're breaking news or whatever. You're you're giving insight and shit. But it's like at the end of the day, this is just a conversation. I I, yeah. I think that's the key. And the one thing that I think that people appreciate about us um, is the research that we do. Because every interview that I have done so far, they always say, man, yo, this this interview was dope because you like you've done your research. It's not asking those redundant questions like, hey, man, so, uh, you know, tell me what got you into acting. And, uh, you know, hey, well, you know, like it's not that type of stuff. It's already saying, look, I seen this when you did this. Tell me about your thought process into that, like going really deep diving versus just the same oh man you know so uh you're, you're from compton how's compton like you know shit like that right. well i mean that's you though fam. like salute to you fam. Like, that's you yeah, yeah. You that's 100 percent you yeah you, you just talking you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like even the people that you bring in is like whether I don't know about them or whatever or we don't know about them like you're finding these people and doing the research and everything for them and giving them that's why you're changing the dynamic of the conversation because you're researching things and talking to them about things that normal people would really wouldn't bring up to them you know what I'm saying yeah and like that's really what it is. That's why everybody likes to likes to research because it's like, dog, you searching that you searching other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not searching like what everybody's just trying to like really get some random ass like generic answer out of. Like you literally like digging and like yeah, I saw you, I saw an Xbox controller in one of your Instagram photos, fam. So what you playing? You know what I'm saying? Like like that's that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you kind of pay attention to those kind of details. You know what I'm saying? Or I saw you rock. I saw you rocking a whatever shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, so are you a fan of that, or are you just like was that like a fashion thing or whatever? Like, hey, yeah. shit. Like I, I saw all your characters wear blue. So is that a, that a distinct choice? Yeah. You ask those kind of. So that's what, and that's because like as geeks we are, we are like the, like the deeper level. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of break down more shit. Like you, we always see what's on the surface, but it's like ah. I want to ask another question though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you see a cosplayer, like, you see a cosplayer in a great outfit, but you really want to know how they did it. 
Like, dog, yeah. I can do this, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit looks amazing. Like, to a regular, normal person walking past you, like, dog, this is cold. I don't know who you are. Can mm-hmm. I take a picture of you? But we, like, as geeks, like, fam, how long did this take? How right. like, what did you use? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Shit, shit, let me introduce the show. Yo, 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 man. Welcome back to Geek Set Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together. I'm your boy Deuces in the building. With me, I got my man Didge. What's oh. happening, people? Yeah, I'm gonna watch you the because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to the intro, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can't. I can't drink away from my lips because I thought I was going to go in. Hey, wait a minute. I know why. I know why because because it's you. I'm the captain now. That's why. No, because I went. I went with the one syllable. I'm used to saying "with me" is my man Lib. And then oh. man, Bacardi, like the, the <laughs> and, it's all, and always I got my man Bacardi with me as well. What's good, everybody? <laughs> How are we doing today? <laughs> man, we're doing great, man. I need you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we did our first. Uh, is this our first cold opening? I think that was like our yeah, first. This, this is definitely the like first cold opening. Yeah, that was a cold opening right there. That's yeah. your, get together. How you not? Well, whatever. You had your own plans. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I didn't get to. I didn't get the memo. Like, hey, you gonna be at the bottom of the list? You gonna be at the bottom? Of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Syllables, nigga. Syllables. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man, how y'all doing, man? I mean, I think everybody's good. I think we good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm alive. Good. You know what I'm saying? I Bro, feel good. I feel. You know what? You know what else I feel good about? So I got a, I got a, I got a personal goal that I've been having um, in uh, Call of Duty is I have to surpass Bacardi because Bacardi was at like an eighty something and I was like what the fuck so this hey, morning to be fair, Bacardi gave up on Call of Duty I've been trying to get dude to play Call of Duty all week he just hey, ignoring me I don't care that he gave up all I yeah, know right, is that right, all right. I know. Is I'm at 85 right now, so I'm one behind Bacardi now. Are you one? Dog? Fucking try hard, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, don't you have a family, nigga? Like, I'm 80, like I'm 86 because I'm damn near I'm single with a teenager. Like, this nigga had to disregard family life to get where I'm at. Like, he says kids come like that. Can I play the game? No, no. I got shit to do. Nigga hit that nigga with a Goku train like a Daddy gotta go train. You know what I'm saying? Was gone hey. for a year type shit. Like Chi Chi, you got it. You feel Hey, listen, listen, I got listen. I don't. I listen. I got so many different loadouts now, different guns up. Like, hey, I've been, I've been putting in at work, bro. Man, I, I just like. I think the last time I played, I just finally got my Kimbo pistols, bro. I'm telling you, I'm shotgunning in the Kimbos. That's all. That's all I really want to play is So uh, I just, I just leveled up my AK, and then I, I just started with the sniper rifle. So now I'm doing the sniper rifle. Oh, you uh, a sniper? I don't want to play with you no more. I'm not. No, I'm not. Are you, are you a, a quickscope? Like, can you quickscope? Yeah, I can quickscope. So here's the thing. I, I'm, 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 I try to have different loadouts based off of what I need. So like, I got uh, the only. So the only two that I didn't load up yet is the sniper and the shotgun because I have my automatics. I got my AK at max level. Um, and so now I was like, let me start the sniper rifle one so that way I can have that because I want to have them. And then um, I think the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get to get my dual pistols because I didn't, I, I haven't used uh, any of my secondary weapons at all. I don't either, to be honest. Yeah, but I, I, I use my pistol. Actually, but that's what I'm saying. Like, when, depending on what mode you, bro, only mode I like really playing is like shipment. And like, um, oh, see, I play domination and kill confirmed mostly. But I'm saying, like, as far as the map, oh, okay. like, it's like that small ass container fucking map. 
Yeah. Oh, I put everything on. I uh, love that small container map. That is my favorite thing. Devour that map, bro. Like I be leaving out that motherfucker leading every time, bro. With shotguns. Like, dog. Bro, because like so, so, as soon as that match starts, I'm throwing all my grenades real quick, catching those quick ones real quick. Right, dog. Like, that's the only match. That's the only mode I literally can run through. I fucking love it. Bro, and then don't, fam, like, because I, 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 I yearn to get those kill streaks. Cause once I get, once I hit that seven, then I got, um, I got that hovering, uh, that hovering gunship. Nigga, I be wearing right. this. Like, did want to keep playing Warzone, bro. Like I was like last time, did shit. No, we we, we switch we switch back and forth between the two. So we'll uh, some games we'll be playing Warzone, then we'll go like the regular multiplayer. One time we was playing Kill Confirmed. Dog, some dude got twenty quick kills right away and just nuked it. And we was like, damn, all right. Oh, he killed y'all like that, bro. Y'all, I don't know. Oh, no, he, was, he was on our squad, so we uh-huh. won. We getting the kills, and then we had probably like. We probably had like twenty five, but I guess he just kept getting these kills and not picking up anything, yeah. and just nuked the match. And I'm like, dog, what happened? Not the not the gunship, the uh, VTOL jet. That's the one that one that sh- that fires off the barrage of missiles at the specific location. Especially if you playing like shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you playing those maps like shit, man, bro, you could be done with that map. Well, yeah. no, that wow, crap. What's the map with the bridge? Uh, shit, the big bridge. Uh, what's that map? Oh, I hate that map. That big I one. love that map. Oh, I love that map. I hate that map. See, because so every time, every time the pe- uh the other team they always hide behind that mountain of like debris, right? So I right. always go, so instead of going to like the far left or the far right, I go through the middle bridge, go around. Knock those two. It's always two or three. Knock those two or three off, and then I go all the way to the back to where they spawn at, and then I wait every time. I mean, it's perfect. Like, it's perfect. Ow, ow. It's, it's perfect, perfect for like a like an assault assault uh, assault rifle or even a sniper setup. My no, not even with a sniper though, because I do I do it with those. I do it with the AK right because once I get behind there, and every time they spawn, they missing me. So then by the time by the time they realize that I'm there, I've already got my sentry gun that's protecting me. I already got the VT um the uh, the um the uh, the the, uh, the VTOL uh thing that's covering, and I, I make it protect me over there. Gunning them down, bro. I leave I, every time I play that stage. I leave that stage with at least forty or fifty kills every rip. Yeah, you cold. I hate that, but that's because that's because I say shotguns, bro. Like running across the field. Like when I get there, if I get like I love my shotgun class so much because if I get you, like if it's like four of y'all mm-hmm. and I drop into that circle with y'all, I'm killing all four of y'all. Like it's no way. Like like my loadout. Like I forgot what. Uh, cause I definitely use like the um um I use the healer. Like the little the, the stem pack to keep yep. myself, and the fact that you can kind of heal yourself and shoot. Like, bro, I drop in that motherfucking circle of four people, pop two dudes with one shell while I'm reloading the gun. I'm stemming myself, niggas shooting at me, pop the other two out of here. But I can't get out. Like in that map, bro, that map's so big. Like if I once I yeah. kill four niggas, somebody gonna fight me out. Like nigga, like this nigga killing everybody, bro. <laughs> That's what I hate about that map. Everybody on like every time I play that map, everybody who I'm on the team with, they just decide fuck it. Instead of trying to go out and actually fight, I'm just gonna sit back and snipe. And it's like, fam. I, I that's why I say I don't even worry about Trash. them. I have my own. I have my yeah. own because then because once because once I once I have my own, then everybody like y'all can do whatever y'all want, but I'm gonna get these kills. But I'm gonna win for the team because once I got that sentry gun rolling, every time you spawn out, that sentry gun getting you. And anytime you try to focus on me, I already got my uh my hovering uh gunship that's gonna be protecting me in this area so that's gonna chop you down like bam like it's 
Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, yeah you want 85, especially because they've been doing like double X, they do like double XP like every weekend, bro. Man, I, yeah. I feel and like then, it's been double XP. Like, wait, and, and then Duty is just throwing that shit. Like, nigga, play the game, please. And then I, 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 I changed our happy hour because I usually get on like around 11 ish or 12 ish. So I changed our happy hour to 11 p.m. So anytime one of us get on at uh, 11 p.m., if you get on at 11 p.m., you'll get double XP. Oh, that's part of our group? Yeah, as far as the uh, oh, the look at, that's why this nigga look at that's what he put it on his time. For, like I'm gonna catch oh, him. <laughs> <laughs> Told you he he he's real life been training. He he been try hard for real. This nigga been in the chamber, bro. Like let me, uh, let me adjust the settings so I can be out here. <laughs> <laughs> out here, bro. Like bro, I ain't go cool forever. I ain't cold at all. Bro. I, I got way more than I kill. Like my shit, my I'm 86 because of me just playing the game, nigga. Like, I ain't, like before you did. That's the only reason. Like I don't I'm just like it took me to like want to play the shotgun class to stick with that to me to start getting better. Cause like now you gotta really play like a shotgun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, up on niggas, you can't really you gotta really sneak around. Like, oh, no, no, hey, like, this would be beastie with the shotgun. I be seeing yeah, I be no, like I've seen I, I, I hate it because like you like you'll run around the corner all of a sudden here. Wow, <laughs> like nigga, it's like a flash in your life, nigga. You gone, nigga. Like you out of here. What the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> that's why I love it, dog. Like I hate when I, I hate when I die. I hate yeah. when I go on kill streak or something with my shotgun and I die. And I know I died because a nigga picked up my shotgun and she killed me with it. I hate it. Like I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just hate when I die before getting at least five because, like, the way I got my kill streak set up, like, the, I don't, I don't never use the counter UAV or the UAV or the care package. Right? <laughs> so I skipped it straight to um, the sentry gun, and then like, um, like I've been actually been trying to do like some of the challenges because like some trying to like call in. Oh yeah, I, I see that. Yeah. So like, I, cause those give you like different blueprints. Yeah, they do. I, they do. Those, um, I play for I the kill. Those, like attachments aren't even in it. Like all that art. Oh, he care. All oh, dudes care about is killing people. He 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 ain't caring about blueprints. I'll be, be playing for the kill streak because I cause cause I already cause like I the way I always have it like set up in my mind. I'm like, all right, once I get this sentry gun, all I got to do is set it up right here. And then I'm shooting with the sentry gun so that way I can continue to get my kill streaks up. Right, this nigga throw a drone up in the air and just sit, like, bro, yeah. like, nigga, we here. Like, we come hit me, nigga. Like, that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's we definitely ain't ran yet. We going to run. Like, I, would, I actually want to learn how to play, like, because I, I, I really enjoyed Battlefield. I think one of the greatest things I enjoyed about playing Battlefield was, like, when I used to play with my guys, we had a really solid team. Like, we actually was, like, a team that could shape the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how everybody played their own kind of roles or whatever. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to do that. And I want to eventually do that in Ground World. Like, really, like, I like Ground World. I like the idea they did with it because it's just like Battlefield with the helicopters and everything like that. But you really got to have a solid fucking team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man, I got to jump in Battlefield and be, that should be over, nigga. And we down there chain the whole fucking game around. Like, yeah. and it'd be just five of us. You got to think it's a game of like a hundred motherfuckers fighting. You know what I'm saying? But just yeah. us five would be able to go in the helicopter and, Tank and go through and just like, like change the whole fucking game. Like that's I, that's what I really enjoyed about Battlefield. And I know they're trying to do that with Call of Duty. So it's like I want to. I actually want to play Call of Duty in the groundwork area and get that code with a squad that that you are that. Like it's like nigga, we finna just go in here and just, just destroy these niggas, bro. Like with yeah. helicopters and and boats and with everything. Like nigga, we finna just run through these niggas. Like <laughs> like because that shit. Like that's the hardest. Like groundwork to me. Like I love Call of Duty. Like I actually enjoy this new drop. Like, I enjoy this Call of Duty. Like, I haven't played a Call of Duty I actually enjoyed in a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, I actually enjoy this Call of Duty, and they gave, it's so many fucking modes now that yeah. it's like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like you really kind of have a like a whole fucking like platter of like what you want to really play. Like you can play Warzone for days or hours and be like, you know what, I'm off that and play some multiplayer and have they got so many fucking different game modes of multiplayer. Like yeah, they do. You can do the uh, the ground war, or you can do the, just the uh, what is it? The co op like co op missions. Like right. this one is actually like. Whatever gaming is supposed to be, like going forward, like I feel like Call of Duty is really trying to set a um a ground. Cause even if the even the fact that they Call of Duty came out first as a multiplayer game and then they gave you a story like later and yeah. like start adding more like stories, like you can play the original, you know, Modern Warfare and everything, like yeah. it's they they're realizing that more people really just like getting into a fucking game and fighting. You know what I'm saying? Well, well you can you can think of Fortnite for that and stuff like that, like that battle yeah. royale. Like that took the world by storm, and Call of Duty was like, "Damn, fam! Like, shit, that's us. We could have been on this type of shit, right? But like, you know, Fortnite. I mean, really, what they should have been because it's like they put so much. Like every Call of Duty I ever bought, I play for the story and zombies. Yeah, like, zombies was mainly what I used to buy Call of Duty for. Yeah, like, yeah, and zombies was actually my main. Like, I, I would play the story like later. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, because like, me and my guys used to actually really try to beat. The other Twitchers, even though we weren't twitching, but we were trying to beat like like we play zombie fight not to survive. We were trying to do the story, you know what I'm saying? So figuring everything out and putting things here and there, like when they started really fleshing it out. Spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. More like back in the days, if you were vet of Call of Duty Zombies, then you know really how tough it was to pull the story out of the game. Like it was so much hidden shit. Yeah, that you know what I'm saying that you like shooting shit ten times or making sure you leave this zombie not like dog. It was shit that you had to really do. That was like true fucking like. Why would I do that though? You know what I'm saying? It's like, but you got to do it. But it's like after a while, they started actually giving you more of the like details of what to do, but. My and favorite it, zombie it, map for sure was that when they did the Alcatraz Island one. Oh, me and oh, my guys used to play. Yes, dog. We used to play. Did you ever, like, you know, I got my, you know, my big screen is 3D. So that was, that was the only Call of Duty that actually had a 3D mode. And it's the best Call of Duty game. It's the, it's the most beautifully displayed 3D game I've ever played. She used to pop out. She used to pop out too much, especially when Big Dude used to pop out of nowhere. No, I couldn't imagine that in 3D, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything was like, because, like, everything, like, the dogs, is like, when the zombie was on you and you had that little struggle, it felt like he was really fucking on you, bro. Like, it was like, (laughs) even playing, like, multiplayer, like, it felt 
the 3D element of the game, which I really hate that it stopped. Like, I really hate that that, that fascination of it left because so many TVs came out with it very easy, easily accessible way to play a game 3D. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even watch a TV 3D. You know what I'm saying? But the whole 3D in gaming just stopped in general. You know what I'm saying? But because um, I think even that year 2K had a 3D mode or NFL, one of, like some game, some sport game had a 3D mode during that year too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, um, but it was like playing Call of Duty, bro. Like when you was like in that, like in them glasses and shit, dog. Like it really felt like you was holding that shit, dog. Like I played that shit. I remember playing that shit, dog, for the first time. And I almost could never not play it without a 3D. Like I was like, dog, this is like the most realist. Like I, I felt like I was playing a VR type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, it was definitely a cheap VR. And that's why I was like, I hate that they just decided to disregard it and just go straight to VR. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't, it was nothing but a mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so many games we could be playing now in 3D mode, but they decide to not do it and just, like, make random games for VR. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the TV industry, whatever, like, they all gave up on the 3D shit, bro. Like, I'm glad I still have my, like, I got, because I have my smart TV in 3D, bro, I can watch Netflix. They got Netflix shows that are still presented in 3D, and I can, like, still play certain games in 3D. Can you really not buy a 3D TV anymore? I don't think you can. It's going to be old. Like, nigga, my TV is at least eight years old. I'm it's about like, to look. It's like 55 years, bro, but you can't, like, mine came with the glasses, everything. Like, it was a perfect, like, Caroline is one of my favorite cartoon, like, movies, really. You know what I'm saying? Right. Damn, you really can't. Oh, no, here go. Eight. Wait, let me see. This might, this say 8K. Oh, it's not 3D. Why they show up in my results? No. Like, nigga, like, dog, my TV so cold. Like, I, I don't even know how we got on my TV, but I'm going to talk about it for a second. <laughs> dog, this is super, this, this is a super, I don't even know where this conversation started. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, my TV, because it, it was made to be a 3D TV, so they actually have a mode that you can buy. Like, if there's actually a mode where you can, like, split a game. Like, let's say many of you were playing, like, a co-op game on the couch or whatever. Right. It, will, it will split because of the 3D motion setup of it. It will split and give you your own game. Like it will give your own full screen through your 3D glasses. So even though you look, even though you look like you're playing with me together, and it might be like the top down, whatever, how they used to do the split screen, it actually the 3D work where it gave you your own fucking screen. So you had a full screen. Like it was like, dog, it was so many great ideas that have a 3D TV that I don't understand why it died so fast. <sighs> it became more cumbersome than. It needed to be, I guess. Because I wanted to, I never played the Batman. Batman on Sony, when the 3D shit was hot, like, Sony TVs were made for Batman. That Batman, I think, Arkham... Yeah. Arkham Asylum, I think it was, had the little label on, their, on the on the cart, on, on the box to say, like, 3D, like, 3D enabled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I never played it, but people said the Batman game in 3D was, like, one of the greatest games they ever played. But they don't have that. They don't. They didn't have a 3D mode for Xbox. That's why I was mad about it. It was only like a Sony thing. I don't think I've ever played a 3D mode game. I haven't, bro. bro like the like dog Alcatraz and zombies when you had to feed the dogs. That was the scariest dog. That shit was wild in 3D, dog. <laughs> that shit was wild, dog. Like I, yeah, I love my. I, like I, matter of fact, I might. Damn, I ain't got nothing I can play in 3D no more. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Well, shit. Because like, they ain't bring out like they they like Call of Duty needs to remaster and bring out their older Call of Duties. Because if they bring out that what was that Black Ops Two, yeah, Black Ops Two, they need to, they need to bring back Alcatraz. That shit was cold. Yeah, they bring back if they bring out Black Ops Two exactly how it was, 
then the 3D mode should still be there. Like, I definitely would like the 3D mode. I think I need to damn tag that. Like, bro, bring 3D mode back. Nigga still got TVs like that. Like, that's the only reason I want to get rid of my TV because it's 3D. You might be the only person who still got a TV like that. <laughs> well, 3D code. I, I've always enjoyed 3D. Like, I, I to the movies, but I always, like, when they when they do 3D movies now, I used to go to every single movie that was in 3D. I hate them, I hate them all. I hate you them all. You go because you real life put on a five minute just poetic about just 3D right. and how cold it was. You were so reflective. That was funny, though. I remember I went to go see Avatar. Um, <laughs> to be uh, fair, that movie was trash. Wait, which Avatar? No, the, the um, uh, uh, James Cameron Avatar. Uh, that movie was average. But I mean, it visually it looked amazing, and it did. Uh, so it's, it's the thing is like it wasn't like it was a trash 3D. I just hate it. I don't like it. So you just don't like 3D? I just don't That's like fair. it. Bro. Like, dog, if you ever, if I can ever recommend any 3D movie, if if have you ever seen Caroline? You got kids. Have you ever seen Caroline? Yeah, Caroline, Caroline, Caroline. I say Caroline. I know, but Carol, Caroline in 3D. It's probably one of the best visualizations I've ever seen of a 3D movie. Like, because it was animated too. Mm-hmm. So it was like, like I had bought the DVD that came with the glasses. Like back back in the day, like you could yeah. buy a 3D version that came with the glasses. And uh, eventually, it came to my Netflix, like my Netflix app on my 3D. You know, saying for the 3D app for it. But yeah, bro, like that that was one of the movies that made me like I like 3D movies. Like I really like 3D movies. Like I've definitely seen some. Like Final Destination in 3D was like, bro, this is unnecessary. That was unnecessary. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they did do that. <laughs> I saw the Final Destination in 3D. I forgot all about no, it. Was a, it was a year of it, bro. It was a whole year of 3D. Everything was jaw. They had like a shark hey. movie in 3D. Like, hey, this, this going to date us back, but who remember that home improvement episode where they was like, we doing everything in 3D? And you no. Know, I don't remember that. Oh. They did a home improvement. Yes, dog. <laughs> it wasn't 3D, so it was like it was like a parody. So you know he got his, you know he got his show on yeah. home improvement. Yeah, he was doing a tour time in 3D. Yeah, and we gonna do tour time in 3D. So like he kept, he just kept on being extra with all the tools running towards the camera. And shit. Dog. Yes, dog. I do remember that episode. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, her, I feel like 3D is like a lost technology. That shit always come. It should always still be here. Would you watch? <laughs> would you watch porn in 3D? I don't think I really want to watch it. Like, I mean, I, re- I haven't watched it in VR, but I will watch it in VR before I watch it in 3D. <laughs> like, I haven't watched it in VR. Like, the fact that it's so easily accessible, if you just got one of those little fucking gadgets, like, you can watch porn in VR. Like, if you really wanted to. Like, I, wonder how many, I wonder how many people fuck up, like, stuff in their house watching that in VR. They try to get too into it. Like just read like no like can you like, like I only only like I picture the VR has to come with a dial like that's how I would visualize it like because if you gonna really be like looking up and down and you can look around this whole place and you got a naked lady that you supposed to be like VR and that you fucking like you definitely don't want to be still fucking a pillow or a sock or <laughs> that's what I'm saying <laughs> somebody gonna get into it they gonna they gonna try to like slap shit in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta come with like one of those. It, it gotta come with like a like a Bluetooth link uh, flashlight. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that just link you up. How you dog? I got it, bro. Like I definitely, I can see them sending out a gift pack, a gift kit, something like that. Like, like I can see that being like a. Can you see? You know how you buy like a, 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 a um. Avengers DVD, they be like, you got an extra action figure and set, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you buy this fucking um, 
fucking VRS porn DVD that comes with a flashlight included that like controls the show. Like niggas out here wilding, bro. <laughs> Niggas out here wild. They doing whatever they can, fam. Right. Like, that's like that's like only fans to like to the extreme, bro. Like when you when you start selling your vagina and they can do whatever your vagina does. Yeah. Like, Bluetooth shit, like. Oh, yeah, that's wild. Poor thing guys always talk about talk. Gotta talk about porn products, man. We doing reviews and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. So let's get into let's get into some content. Um, wait. So let's let's talk. Well, no, did you ain't watch Dave, so I, we can't talk Dave. I wanted to talk it too, but I did. Like, yes, I'm glad you even thought about it because I definitely want to talk about the ending. I've seen I've seen episodes. I just didn't finish the season. All right, so, like six episodes. So I don't know how far you are. You know what I'm saying? I literally watched like three. Oh, yeah, you far behind. Yeah, you far behind. But I mean, we can talk about. I want to talk about. You, did you see the uh, when when uh, uh, they shared the link for the like the actual like that the intro? Did Wait, say that? that again? We just shared the link in our group chat about the intro. Yeah, I did watch that. So, like, I mean, that was good. I, I want to at least talk about this the last episode. Like, I think the yeah. last episode. Fan, so first of all, uh, this is, um, how big of a fan were you of Lil Dicky before this? I wasn't so, I, I respected that he was an actual rapper, but I wasn't a fan at all. Like, at was, all. Nah, so I was, you, you never heard like his actual album that came out with. Like, oh no, 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 I heard it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like I listened to it in passing. Like, uh, uh, no matter of fact, no, I actually sat down. And I listened to the album, but like it wasn't like it, it was just like okay, this is cool. Like, it, I, it, he didn't make me a fan of him. Like, you know, what right. I'm saying? it was just like you know, like I respected him as a, as a, as the MC, and it's like you know, oh yeah, he can actually spit, but like I wasn't a fan. Okay, okay, that I mean that's fair. That's fair. Cause I think yeah. I, like I feel like even with his show. And as much as he's fighting against in the show that he's not that kind of rapper, like he is that kind of rapper. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was kind of like to me the premise of the show. Like, yeah. I don't think Dave would be regarded as like the greatest rapper, even though he states it. You know what I'm saying? Right, of course. But I think his I think his passion and his ability to like how quirky and everything he is yeah. makes him a commodity. Like he he's gonna he's like that odd commodity in the culture. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That um, why he says like you would know my name type of shit. Like I get that part. Like you always know my name. You would remember me, whatever, because of what he, who he is personally. You know what I'm saying? But if you, if you like niggas do like a top five, like no, bro. Like amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be in the top five. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, I would put him in the, I would put him in the top 100. Like, I don't know why I would put him in there, but he would be in my top 100. I don't know. I, I, I would have to sit with that. You think you have to think about it? I would no, have to think. Hundred is a lot of people. I mean, yeah, like a lot of, like, I'm a people, but I got a lot of like that. But I mean, I could see him in a if I if you gave me a hundred people to think about Vicky, I would definitely have said Vicky in that in that hundred people. You know I, mean, I can respect it because, like I said, like he he fam that nigga be spitting like like yeah. even, even in that first episode where he had to spit for YG, like you know what I'm saying like. Like he just like he was just like it started off like all right 
All right, and then like here's the thing. Here's here's what here's what I always feel like when I'm listening to Dicky. Like I I hear him, he starts spitting. I'm like, all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. okay. He's like, dog, never, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like when a white person every time, every time. <laughs> when, a, when a white person get them A's in the chat, like they get yeah. the H and they turn. Like yeah. I feel like that. Yeah, it's that growth with Dicky. Like you yeah. hurt. And he got he got that weird little bounce, that awkward bounce that you'd be like, okay, I'm trying to really get what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then he say something. So to me, he say something with a movement that kind of catch me like, oh, okay. Right. I, <laughs> like, I, like, he definitely, I feel like he definitely has like great presentation. Yeah. As, as the awkward rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like being the awkward rapper in the room, he has great presentation of himself. You know what I'm saying? And that that's I think that's what it is because I don't like I don't want to I don't want to take the talent away from Dicky or whatever because I think he's definitely a great a talented rapper and everything like that but right. I feel like um, it is that it's like when you watch that one white video of a girl dancing to like Beyonce or something and you're like damn she actually getting it you know what I'm saying like right yeah. <laughs> like and you be like oh you actually finish the video like okay I see yeah. you I see you right you know right. I feel like that's what Dicky kind of gives you, like you know, what I'm saying like, like he comes, but that's because of that's because of his presentation, though. Like he yeah. doesn't come to you like a like nigga. I'm a rapid ass nigga. I do all you know, what I'm saying like he's an awkward white dude that's just like you, you that you will always be like, wait, hold up, you rap? And he's like, yeah, hey. of course, I'm the greatest rapper alive. You're like, bro, shut the fuck up. You're like, yeah, man, <laughs> like. Like, you're gonna be like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, even like I said, the last episode when he, when the Charlemagne the guy rap, like the, the Breakfast Club rap was yeah. probably like the coldest, like oh, yeah, yeah. Of, that's what I'm saying. Like it was the coldest clothing. Yeah. Of, of I, clothing I, season finale. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I like I like the fact that like Charlemagne played like a like a, a extreme douchier version of himself, but like it was just like, you know, like like he like he like that whole interview, it was like he was fighting. You know what I'm saying? To like say, look at it, I'm just me, man. Like, I'm not trying to do what you think I'm trying to do. And then, like, you know, Gator helped him out. You know what I'm saying? Gator had a real nigga moment, like, wait a minute, fam, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this 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 my motherfucking brother. Like, yeah, dog, Gator, dog. I love Gator. Like, dog, Gator to me needs I don't know who Gator is. If he if this is a representation representation somewhere in his life, really, or Dickie, you know what I'm saying? But if Gator I think, I think, I think Gator is his real life hype man. You think so? I do believe so. That would be amazing because I would feel like Dick, you would ask him that. Like, yeah. bro, can I, can I can I have somebody play you? You know what I'm saying? Like, that sounds like a dicky question. Yeah. Like, no, actually- it's, I, he plays himself. Yeah, he's he's I think that's his he's himself, but he's his real life hype man too. He's yeah, he's Gator oh, is his hype man? Yeah, that's his real life hype man. Wow, dog. I like the movie. I like the show even more now. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't do that deep into deep into, uh, to the story like that. I didn't know that he literally. So he gave Gator. He's been Gator's. Gator's been his hype man, and he gave him TV money. Like, bro, yeah. just to be you. you well, you gotta think, but you gotta think. That's kind kind of like like everybody got that one person in they in they in their life. That like you like fam. If this nigga was on TV, I think that, that he would go. So. Right. So Gator probably to Dicky, Dicky like fam, like I listen. I know I'm doing this music thing, but Dicky, you need to be on TV. And yeah, Gator, if he's really that person, then yeah. how he is in the show told Dicky like, bro, this needs to be your life. Like we yeah. didn't show him this life, like because that means that Gator has been in these scenarios with him. Like yeah. that's him. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah, say like, that 
Yeah, Gator been they say yeah, they saying Gator been his hype man from the start. Yeah. Do they say if that was the same story though? Like Gator was somebody else's hype man and then he just kind of I'm looking at this LA Times interview. They just said that he'd been his hype man since 2013. So I love Gator then. I love him even more now. Yeah. Because Gator, like the way he even portrayed Gator in the show, where Gator was literally still trying to be like this really fucking hood nigga, which he was. I mean, he a hood nigga. You know what I'm saying? But the moment that he shared with Dicky was like, you can tell like them niggas is best friends. Like this nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really accepted Dicky's awkwardness and everything. Like, right. it, it, but would still be a nigga about it. At certain shit, like, nigga, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, he's like, all right, bro, all right. You're, 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 like, like, he know y'all gonna open the door to him, but he's like, all right, but I don't want to really know though. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I did not know that. Like, the fact that he really put Gator in it, and that's yep. really hype, man. Like, Gator's the biggest celebrity in Dicky now. You yep, know and and uh, uh, Lil Dicky was saying, it was like, yeah, like, Gator didn't take any acting classes or anything. Like, they literally just started shooting, and Gator was like, he was Oh, like, so yeah, that's damn near just him being himself. Yeah, that's him being himself. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, and Gator, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, whether, because you know, he had the episode where he was talking about he had, where he was talking about he was bipolar. Oh shit! Hey, I think the story is real. Cause as I'm reading more, he's talking about like, yeah, he would um, after Gator, you know, met uh, after high school, he met Tiger. Then he was Tiger's hype man. Then he was, uh, then he was a uh, schoolboy Q's hype man. So remember when Gator was talking about, and then how like yeah. he was the hype man, he history hype man, like he was hype man. Yeah. So like, yeah, he said he'd been doing those concerts and everything, and then also, it, uh, so it didn't really happen like that. But he was like through it um, after. Um, uh, through Tiger's manager, Tiger represented Tiger's manager represented Lil Dicky uh, Gator to Lil Dicky early. And I then, mean, that makes sense that yeah. it wouldn't be like the one hundred percent the actual story just because for TV the and shit. The way yeah. the story, like fam, really, like that's why I said like Gator to me was cold. That's how, how they portrayed him because Gator was just like you that nigga that do the dick song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And <laughs> like, but he like when you when I realized his history from watching the episode, it's like, oh well, he's just a hype man. So he just like nigga, he's gonna jump onto the next best thing. Right. You know but as the show went on, Gator really I'm like, dog, really Gator really fuck with dude. Like this ain't no fake shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Really fuck with dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like you really I liked it that moment, like when I had that realization of that moment, because I realized, you know, there are like, I've had like, I mean, not even like trying to be weird, but it's like, I definitely, you know, everybody had the, that really weird white friend that was like, that's my guy. Like, bro, he cool, bro. Like, what the fuck you mean? Like, this nigga cool. Like, like no matter how niggas in the room act, you like, bro, something wrong with y'all. Like, my nigga cold. Like, <laughs> you know like he cool yeah. things with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... Seeing that with him and Gator, and then Gator even having a moment like when he had in the episode where he was just like, like we kind of broke down and do like, bro, I, you know, I deal with fucking bipolarism, and I, I mean, I'm like that's why he couldn't keep right. his pipe job. So it's like if that's really why, like, nigga, you've been around some of the biggest names. And you yeah. can't keep your hype job because niggas like, bro, you just too fucking weird. Like you get too hype. <laughs> you know like that was that, that was his problem. Like, yeah. I was like, bro, you get too fucking hype. And then you get this white dude who, like, I love it. You right. I, I love it. And, like, be you. Do you, fam. Like, do you. Like, like that was a great embrace. And that was, like, for me, I didn't know. Like I said, for me watching the show, I, I love their relationship because of that. But knowing that it's, like, he's the actual real Gator, and yeah. might really that might have been a really moment that they had together. You know what I'm saying? 
that he was just like, bro, that's why I can't keep a job. Like, I want to be a best rapper and I want to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do this shit. It's like, all oh, y'all doing it. Like, he's just a hype man, bro. Like, he really want to fucking rap. Like, Gator's probably going to have a dra- like an album after this. Like, out, like there definitely is going to probably be a moment if this season goes on further that Gator gets a shine. Shit, if that, though, because you got to think, like, you know what I'm saying? With Gator, like, motherfuckers is fucking with Gator. And, like, seeing this, like, he may end up getting is uh being an actor at this point moving right. forward. Like he's gonna definitely be in a Law and Order episode. I can yeah. see him definitely being that baby daddy. Like you know what I'm saying? like like look man, you know what I'm saying? Like um old boy um from um I mean, even though he was an actor at heart, old boy from Atlanta. Um Brian Tyree Brian Tyree Henry? The one who played Paperboy? No 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 the other one. Um Lakeith uh-huh. Stanfield? Yeah Lakeith Lakeith even though he was an actor at heart, like Keith, like I said, after after that, like we kind of was the the awkward friend in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, like, well, look, Keith plays an awkward nigga everywhere. Yeah, right. I can see Gator. I can see Gator playing this, this same type of character. I can see him playing it in in, in fucking insecure and in power. Like I can see him playing the same yeah. type of character and so like, much. Keith could be literally insecure as some random other boyfriend who just like, yeah. like baby, you're a queen, and like you know, I, I cherish you and love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm saying, like, you know, Lakeith, he had the other, you know, he had the, remember, he was in Straight Outta Compton. He was in what Selma. I said, he, I mean, he was an actor already beforehand. But I get, but I'm I get saying, what you're like, saying, though, yeah. Like, like, people fell in love with him also in uh, in Atlanta. People falling in love with Gator, man. I can see Gator being in a yeah, lot of you know, like Dave's, like, dog, Dave's show is a great show. It's funny. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's funny. It's hip hop. It's like it's awkward white hip hop. Like he, like how you, how we were talking about like capitalizing on a moment. Like yeah. he's doing what Eminem didn't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Eminem came out just as awkward and just as whatever, and had a black dude co-signing him and hype man to him and everything. But like to really like, but Eminem's story was dark. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like so we actually giving a white dude story that if you actually enjoy just white comedy in general. Well, like, yeah, he yeah. even said it in the in the Breakfast Club interview. He was like, "If I'm privileged, then I'm, that's what I just gonna have to be." But let me tell you about me, and like, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, like, just talking about him. So it's like, it's like I hate that we live in this world where we still have people who try to like gatekeep on hip hop. Because I mean, we talk about gatekeeping on comic books and yeah, anime already, but people do gatekeep on hip hop. Where it's like hip hop is is actually more of the like the sound. You know what I'm saying? So it's it like, doesn't matter what the story is. It's yeah. the sound, you know what I'm saying, that makes it hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And people try to, like, categorize, like, well, what are you talking about? Don't got nothing to do with me, so that shit ain't fucking hip-hop. But it's like, bro, but you definitely vibe to the beat. you like, dog, what a hot Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, you're going to get mad. Like, I feel like niggas who get mad about an artist talking about something that don't relate to them are more mad. Like, how this nigga get this kind of fucking beat to rap about this bullshit? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I mean, but that happened. That happened with anything pretty much black culture. Do you even. That goes into like the stuff with black as fuck and blackish. People are like, this don't talk about this don't talk about the black experience. And it's like, it does. It's just not your black experience. Yeah, exactly. That's a black experience that, that like, person. I feel like everybody in their right mind who's not like like we all are in a whether you want to say you poverty, middle class, whatever, we're not fucking black as fuck rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but it's still it's still a black experience. Like they they black at the end of the day. Yeah, it's so a black experience. That's why I feel like, like, why would you? Like, that was so crazy that we would judge that, but we could look like look at Friends or look at all these other shows, like the white shows. Yeah, and just, that's just natural. Like, oh, that's how they act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just how they act. It's like, yeah, it, it, like, it, it weirds me out. I don't get it. We don't have an imagination. That's what it is. Like, <laughs> it's really just regardless of a fucking show. It's like watching. It's like watching a cartoon. So, like, if you can't even, like, oh, relate to a certain character that's even doing the extreme in a show, but they still have something that you relate to, then you're really just looking at the whole fucking show as, like, why is you looking at, like, you're looking at how Americans look at Japanese anime. Like, well, what the fuck is this, and how can I make it more comfortable for me to understand? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's, like, it's just another fucking vision. It's just, it's just another creative idea. It's another, like... The Cosby, like that's what I said. The fact that niggas love the fucking Cosby show is just a story, bro. Like, <laughs> Bill Cosby wasn't a fucking doctor, bro. Like, and nice. Rashad was like, dog, what are we doing? Like, you're know saying, like, so how can you, like, be, like, so, like, tied to a culture of family that makes you think everything is, like, peachy and homey? And then you see just, like, the extreme family. That's like nigga, we rich as fuck. Like yeah. are the white, you know, we are the Kardashians or everything that you watch and be like, man, I wish I had that kind of money. Like, nigga, that's what black as fuck is. Like, yeah. like yeah. that's what it is. So it's like, why do we bash? Like, that's just dumb. I, I never I was I I got into a debate about somebody because they was like, they was like, oh man, I, I mean to listen to the way they kids talk and everything. And I was like, wait a minute, but you 100 percent love Run's house and these kids sound exactly like Run's kids, right? Or you, or you definitely watch. Um, What's the difference between Run and his family and this family? Like, okay. or you watch definitely any other white family show where she had like sex tuplets or yeah. fucking whatever, and they all acting just white. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the you know what I'm saying? Like even the, like even thinking about the what was the the, the beauty pageant little girl that they had oh. on. Show about oh, um shit, I forgot her name. But you know, you know, y'all know who I'm talking about. It's like yeah. that whole interaction and how like people was like niggas was sharing all that shit, talking about how funny the show is and what like y'all watch Six Hundred Pound. Like we watch all these reality shows, yeah, of people that are like it's their actual real life, and we make fun of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And nigga make a satire show or just make a TV show in general, and niggas just like. That's not representing anything. Like, nigga, it's not even a fucking reality. It's not even real. Like, like yeah, it's, it's, like, I don't be getting it sometimes, man. Like, I don't I know. Maybe, right. 
Bro, black people cancel country is really trash. I'm sorry. You gotta be you you gotta be woke. You gotta be woke for every you gotta be woke for everything, gang. Everything, dog. You can't like nothing. Like now we can't even like our own people shit. Like we can't like our <laughs> own people shit. Like, <laughs> that's no, no. like you you're not woke. Like what do you watch? Cause if you can't watch the white show because you like you shouldn't be watching what the fucking man making, and then you can't watch a black show because it's like they're just trying to make sure that the man making. So right. what the fuck to watch? Nigga, like yeah. Speaking of anime, they're like, nigga, now you watching this Japanese. Like, nigga, watch it. What we watching, bro? Like, great. So, speaking of shit that black people need to realize or just need to, you know, watch and take a. Uh, Insecure has been touching on some really dope ass topics that I wanted to get into because, like, right now, Insecure, one, this season is fucking amazing. Well, I mean, I actually, so I enjoyed Insecure altogether. Like, I got on it. I was late with Game of Thrones. But, but, this right now, um, talking about um, like when you when 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 you uh, grow out of your friendship, because that's the I think that's the topic of this um, yeah of this current season. I because, can see that because Issa yeah. Issa and Molly's relationship is strained as. Fuck. And you know what's so crazy? It's relatable to what's going on even with us having this like coronavirus. Yeah, because I feel like. Um, a lot of people try to target or even like create tension with friends who are once doing something that was like regular, yeah. but it's like everybody has something else to worry about now because this whole thing is like, so a lot of people are still grasping on to like the same shit. Like I want it to be the same, but it's like, bro, it's not going to be the same at all. Yeah. And you have to like have these conversations to talk about like, well, what's changing? And yeah. how do we like move through it? You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I think that's what, and it's great because like in in of course we watch Insecure and they're just out and partying and doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're watching it from like the life that we definitely still want, but they're speaking in a language that is like it's really like nigga, you got to figure out this shit now though. You know what I'm saying? Like because she's gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and you know what? Uh, and it's funny because it's like like. Like Issa is trying to get her shit together so much, right? And like she done a lot of fucked up stuff, right? And then Molly also, like Molly just like she. It's funny because like the, the reason why she's mad at Issa is the reason that everybody's seeing is like, yo, you do pick apart every every relationship that you have. Like, yeah, we we question and do you want to be happy because you find everything wrong with everybody. Like you know, like the and you can, you don't forgive. Like like her relationship with her pops, like she won't yeah. forgive, she won't forgive her pops for you know when she found out that he cheated back in the day and everything like that, and you know and then uh, if you look at all the relationships that she had on this show, it's always something that causes a bigger problem. So it's but like I mean, she's all she's like 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 Molly just Molly is an I always like if if anybody really pay attention to a lot of TV shows or a lot of movies and things we watch now, especially when there's like women involved. Molly is the successful woman. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know if this is a struggle with with just between women who are trying to be successful in life in general, but it's like um, all these women have the same trait. It's like shit got to go their way. Like it has to flow. I mean, to be fair, that's with anybody who's successful though. Like everybody who... I mean, I think that's what it is too. Like I think, I think, I think we don't, I think black men in movies... Haven't been portrayed in this drug. That's fair. I'll give you that. But I was just, I'm just saying, like in general, I feel like 
when somebody when somebody's successful, they start feeling like, well, it's because shit went the way that I said it needs to go. So that's it kind of needs to continue that way because clearly I know success. And it's like, right. yeah, that's I don't well, know. I mean, it's definitely it's like a, I feel like it's an issue with success of like people try to like you got to put. Uh, and I mean, anybody who's an entrepreneur kind of, kind of, I think right. has kind of mind state, or even if you want to be someone that makes their own money in general, you know what I'm saying? Like you understand that there's a level of importance that you have to actually have for yourself over everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because you're the one that told yourself, like, I want to be successful. Like, it's not about being here with somebody else. It's not about trying to find somebody else to be successful with. Like, you already kind of create a level where it's like, well, I want to be to this point or I want to be to this goal or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And um, you kind of get clouded by a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if you're really trying to focus on that, it's really hard to focus on like someone else's girl who's like, well, I want to be married. You know what I'm saying? Right. And three years, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, I didn't even think about marriage yet because I'm still trying to get, get to my goal of being where I want to be at. You know what I'm saying? And like, after I hit that point where I feel comfortable, then I want to hit my next step. You know what I'm saying? So with Molly, I feel like Molly is trying to like combine both. You know what I'm saying? And what makes it difficult is like what I'm seeing in Molly's story is like she doesn't just, she doesn't know how to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't know how to communicate. <laughs> like pay attention to be like because it, it, you do get in that realm. If you're taking care of yourself and you're trying to be successful for yourself, it's hard to think about anybody's emotions. You really you're still thinking that you're the most important person. So it's like, I think, but uh, you know what? In in this season, both of them are kind of at fault at that. Because like, even with like, like Molly desperately wants to talk to Issa about what's going on in her life. Oh every, yeah. Every time she tries to talk to Issa, Issa's talking about all the shit that she has going on in her life. So like, right. they both they both are dealing with a whole bunch of shit. You know right. what I'm saying? And like, they it's, it's, it's like an, um. It's a bad empathy trail all together. You know what I'm saying? Because like I was like, even with her dating the uh, Asian dude, I forgot his name. Yeah. But, um, I was talking to somebody else about this about the episode. Where I was like, the moment they had the argument about they had the small argument about um, being at dinner, and she's like, I got my whole day free and my whole night free, and you can be there. And he was like, Well, I already got plans with my guys. You know what I'm saying? And she got. I, I think. I think. Uh, I I was on her side on that one. You can be, you can be, because why you can be is because he, no. his response was, "I don't know your schedule. Like you don't tell me like really anything." But this is why, and this is the only reason why I was on her side. And you, you know, one hundred percent. Like, okay, if a chick hits you up, right, and let's say I, I'm, about, I'm about to kick it with y'all, right. And I yeah. didn't want her to know. She hit me up like, "Oh, we gonna kick it." I'm, and I make the decision to go kick it with her. In the in as the night's going on, I'm going to make the decision like, "All right, am I going to stay? Am I going to stick here with her, or am I going to kick it with the homie?" And if I'm and if I'm choosing to kick it with, the, uh, if I'm and if I'm choosing to st uh, the stick with her, then I don't need to say because he's because remember he was going to cancel. He was like, oh, "I can call him up and cancel it." He shouldn't even brought it up. I would just right. like I would have just not even brought it up. Shot y'all niggas the group chat like, hey, I ain't gonna be able to make it. I'm gonna chill here with my girl. Boom, and that's it. Right, so bring it up. That's why. So I do agree with that. So that was it. Definitely played two ways. Like I felt like I felt like the story that he was trying to create when he was at the table with her was saying like, you always been canceling on me. So I just made. I thought we just. I thought we were just getting dinner. 
You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So like, the way he made it, the conversation was, it was like, I mean, I thought we were just getting dinner. So like, why are they plans after? Like, maybe you just like squeezing me in for your work schedule. And it's like, we getting dinner real quick because the way he made it seem, it was like, I don't know your schedule, fam. You've been canceling on me. You know what I'm saying? I, I sort of, so I understood both sides, to be honest. Right, but no, I because I mean, if you were any grown man and a chick, you know, a woman asks you out to eat or eat, whatever, like we're going to get together, like, nigga, the niggas is going to be the least of the... You're at the bottom of the list now, bro. Like, <laughs> it's going to go well, but I'm going to holla at y'all later on. You right. Know? But there is no hard fucking schedule no more because a woman is asking to see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, right. I, I, understood, I understood both sides of it. And I, I mean, I think it's, everything it just comes down to, even with Issa and Mali, it's communication fucking sucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what all yeah. this comes down to. It's just like, can people learn to communicate? Right. And I, or not even that. Like, I, I think it's the empathy thing, though, because it's like, I feel like even when. Um, but I, I feel like even that boils down to communication. Like, you can't, if you can't communicate effectively, how are you going to expect empathy? Or how are you going to be able to express better empathy? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone has, what it is, I feel like it was a, t- it was a, it was a true, tough, like, tough wire of like, Everybody trying to have pride, you know what I'm saying? Even though everybody had moments of weakness, like, like um, Molly trying to talk to Issa for like the pumpkin pie thing was like, I wanted to talk to her. That was like her weakest moment. And then Issa blew that, and then Issa even asking her, even though they haven't talked about what they need to talk about yet, but trying to get her to help her do like shit with her job, like doing her work. Yeah. Without knowing, like, bro, you know y'all gotta talk first, man. You, I get you in your own like stress problem, but you gotta have empathy, understand that y'all already been weak. Like you had to. That's like those mental things where people like blank out, like, oh, everything good. I'm just gonna call, like, like that's it. Like it's the routine. Like I know the routine. I can call her and she's gonna fix it. But it's like, no, nah, y'all got. Beef. Yeah, yeah, y'all got, y'all gotta, y'all gotta settle whatever y'all yeah. got going through first. Yeah, y'all got beef first. So it's like that was a mistake on Issa part on even talking like. Um, let me do this first. Like, let me let me try to fix my shit first. Right. Whereas, like, no, your shit is new compared to the relationship you've had with this person all your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, fix that first. Right. And I, like, like I've always tried. I've even before watching Insecure. Like, I've always kind of had this thought part. Like, people like people really try to damage relationships they have with people over like the smallest, like issue. You know what I'm saying? But you really gotta wait. You really gotta put weight on the relationship and the history you have with that person. Like, are you gonna really have the smallest thing fuck you up or just because you don't want to talk about it? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's really what it is. Like whether that motherfucker did come to you where you felt like, oh this thing is short of me on some money or he did whatever, but it's like if you got history with this guy for life and you know you did great things with this person, whatever, why would you not instead of like just like blowing this motherfucker off and be like, hey bro we got history, so I just need to talk to you real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Communication. You know what I'm saying? Like, see where you at. Like, we so scared of, like, talking to the truth that we, like, it's like, I feel like it's like the mirror. Like, our best, some of our best friends are a reflection of ourselves. Like, we've definitely told our best friends everything about us and situations that we've been in and life, the things we've done. But it's like, when it finally gets put back where someone says, like, hey, I'm realizing that you just like to do a lot of this shit. You know, even if it might sound wrong when it comes out, it should be that moment of discussion. Like, well, hold up. Well, what do you mean? You know what I'm right. saying? Let's talk about it now. Like, you've been my friend my life. I've been telling you all this shit. 
and now you just stirred the pot up, mix it together, and you got a recipe telling me I'm I'm disastrous. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, well, why? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, because as much as we are reaching the, like, talk to psychiatrists and, like, black people need to see therapists or whatever, thing like that, like, some of our best friends, some of our, our reasons of not, like, like, some of our reasons of needing to see these people now is because some of our best friends that we gave these secrets to when they finally was like, hey, I can't see you doing this no more. You know what I'm saying? And I want to talk to you. We we throw them away. Like, that. now they're not doing what, what we need them to do anymore. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. you find somebody who don't know you at all and breaks down everything you did with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, breaks down everything you did with your best friends. And it's like, like we have to realize, like we we built the community a long time ago with a lot of people that we grew up with and things like that. And um, some people really do got your best interests. And sometimes you really got to hear what someone has to say so you can see if they truly got your best interests. Right. You know like some people would be latched on the friends of their life that just really def- waiting on them to fail. You know what I'm saying? Like waiting on that really hard moment that they can like step over them and be like, oh, finally. You know what I'm saying? Right. Duh, Lisa also dropped the bar. I don't know if y'all caught that bar that she dropped, but uh, when she was like, when she was like, the whole reason that she kind of her old girl fell out because she was um, she was like, I feel like she's reaping the benefits of my hard work that she had with um with Lawrence. Oh, man, that's a hard thing, though. Hey, hey, like, look, bro. Hey, that's fucked up. I'm I'm probably gonna fuck myself in light, but I relate to Lawrence harder than probably. Oh anybody. no, I fuck with Lawrence. Hey, no, I'm t- listen, Team Lawrence like a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, but I got into a full argument about like, wait, why are you mad that Lawrence is flourishing? Let him flourish. Yeah, <laughs> let him flourish. You want to let him flourish? Like you want to let like like I feel like even when they show moments of like when they finally broke up and they show moments of Lawrence even being like a fucking like slut, like just like fucking whatever and having this good old time, whatever. It's like hey, we deserve that. He deserved that moment. I def I for one like for me for a split second I didn't like that portrayal. I mean I didn't like that portrayal, but he did he he deserved to get his moment, man. Let's hear it. Like even how this season ending and where he's at mentally now, you know what I'm saying? Like he he did it, he did all that shit on like anger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he did a lot of that shit on just like, well, motherfucker cheating on me. I can be right. like, what the fuck I'm on? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, do you really want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Which is like, why? But I mean, that's real life. There are people who legit just do that. Yeah. They, 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 go, on that revenge, they go on that revenge band and just get the plow <laughs> that is in the way, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real thing. So I get it. <laughs> like, he gave us a look. Nigga said, I know what it is. I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like I fuck with Lawrence because it's like even even in his story, like that moment of him having this fuck break, whatever, like is like whatever, like came into his own. He kinda came into what he like wanted to like be at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like being in those situations where it's like you do care for somebody so much, and they have a moment that fuck everything over because it's like they take that one sl- slight 
issue of like, I don't trust what you're saying. And then you do it, like you fuck it all up and, this, and then the nigga come up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's a lot of like story, like there's a lot of story elements of like Lauren that's like, um, I definitely, I, I, I related to over his like thotting issue. You know what I'm saying? Like thotting <laughs> moment. Uh, that I relate to like like Lawrence where it's like a lot of black dudes really are out here that really want like a stable life you know what I'm saying but they really fight to be like great yeah you know and like they fight like fighting to be a great person and a, and a, and all the providers like wanting that truly in your mind drains everything you know what yeah. I'm saying like it drains like everything and it's like when they met, when they had him um, in the beginning, and of course, like with the job he had, shut down, what he was doing is like he had the shitty job. Yeah. But then he got to the job that he's like, damn, I've been waiting all this long to get here. You know what I'm saying? And get there. And even that job having the issue. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, he, even at that moment, the job having an issue, he's at a point where he's so confident in himself that he's like, I'm good. I'm still good. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm still good. So it's like, I like Lawrence thing because his even though his struggle shows like might show an issue where women might look at him like a fuckboy or whatever, or he did this random shit, but it's like it was the true growth of a man that's like what he really wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Like he wants to take care and be successful in his own right. And you gotta have that confidence early to say, like, I'm good. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. When he got the dinner party, when the chick was like, hey, I heard about this job. I heard they laying a lot more for He's like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Like, regardless if you, like, don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you got to have a confidence level in yourself, and even in front of the girl that you with, to be like, yeah, I'm good. We good. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he had an awkward moment, but it was like, he got caught off guard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But he still handled that whole date night and party night, like, Niggas forgot about that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I was kind of upset because I felt like old girl was like good for him, and then that shit just blew up in his face. Well, I mean, I don't think it's gonna blow up in his face. I think it's like it is that way, bro. The, the last episode it blew up, but I mean, like I think the yeah, he definitely fucked it up. Like he, <laughs> fucked, it up. Like, like, like he fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, but she also fucked it up though. Like when you have yeah, she had that. Life, she had those lingering feelings. Yeah, like what the life that we live is. What people don't understand is like I've been trying like when when it kind of even like how I date and trying to date or whatever is like emotions are, are just emotions like people like have them and live through them and do shit. Oh, what like, kind of statement was that? I don't <laughs> say emotions. I'm saying like no, I'm saying like you want to make your body. I'm trying to go back to the '90s. Like, <laughs> but I'm saying like uh, like for her to say to. Uh, Lawrence about like bringing up her like bringing up his ex bringing up Issa and even giving him a painted picture. But I knew that was going to come up. I knew there was no way that that was not going to come up. There was was zero way. So that was a damage to her. It was. Like a plateau to think about where he was like well my life is all about you. But it's like even for even for I feel like even for Lawrence he felt like he probably did enough shit. Like I just fucked off. I got all my shit off. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can go back if she's going to take me back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did my shit. And it's like, there's still no conversations, though, bro. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas are moving off of, like, the emotions of somebody else saying something to them. And I think that's, that's going to be, like, the fly-up of the story. It's going to be, like, niggas need to really talk. You know what I'm saying? Because even when he wanted to talk to her, she gave him other news. And he was like, oh, no, you know what? We'll talk about it later. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is what Issa been doing to Molly. Molly been doing to her. Everybody been doing that to everybody. Like, we'll talk about it later. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, that's, I think that's what, like, what Issa's trying to paint, the picture of, like, that shit. Like, we talking about it because it's like, dog, it's catastrophic if you don't just talk about the shit now. Like, we already, we're seeing it from the outside looking in. Like, y'all gotta talk about this shit. Right. <laughs> we see it, like, we see Lawrence laughing at, like, laughing at Instagram posts. Like, shit that you know. Like, bro, you got a girl, bro. Like, you laugh at Instagram posts. Issa sending random and shit. Like, people talking to y'all saying shit. Like, we've been in this, in this boat. Like, we've been there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we're watching it like like any other movie theater where you just screaming in the seats. Like, bro, this is gonna go bad. This is gonna be I've been here. This is gonna go bad. And I think that's the answer gonna be. It's gonna be like people gotta talk. Like, even the smallest things, like like fam telling Issa that he still got feelings for her, like it might still catastrophic to some random or whatever, but it's like we live in this kind of world where it's like it's like it's really bad if you don't really just speak, um, and that's and really we kind of like expressing that in light, telling everybody like speaking what you speaking what you want to speak on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Use your amendment. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever whatever it is, like use it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like women saying like the memes that we get. There's women saying like if if the nigga don't want to date me or or the nigga don't find what he wanted to be with and shit like that, like that's a real thing. Like you are you gonna focus on really what you want. Like that's life. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be money, whether it be success, whether it be another woman, whether it be whatever. Like you're always gonna have there's always gonna be something that's gonna be like a main focus. You know what I'm saying? And if you do that main focus, there's always gonna be other things that's gonna fall back. That's just that's just life. You know what I'm saying? And you either a bad guy or a good guy from it. Yeah. Speaking of bad guys, good guys. Wise words from Bacard. Let's wise talk. words, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> New segment, wise words from Bacardi. <laughs> I was like, I didn't close, I didn't close the night out, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, no, like, that's just because positive message. I, I, I wanted to, oh, I'm about, I'm, I guess I'm, well, I, I wanted to talk Scorpion's Revenge. Oh, I want to talk, I want to talk, I want to, like, I'm like, we got off of, like, you know, Mortal Kombat in general. Like, I want to talk about 
so I watched the, uh, I, you know, I, I was all Mortal Kombat this whole weekend now. So I watched this video that kind of broke down the whole timeline up until 11. So okay. I, did, so I still got to, I, I haven't played 11, all, uh, so I got to play that. But I got to, just kind of to recap me on the full timeline all the way up to 11. And then like, just, you know, with the uh, Scorpion's Revenge in general. But I'm just, like I said, we was talking about it in the group chat, man. I'm mad that we don't got more Mortal Kombat properties because there's so many storylines in it. from. Cause I, f- I forgot that Johnny Cage and uh, Sonya had a kid. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how you forgot that. Cause I mean, it was a Cassie Cage. What was the last one you played? It would make sense then. Yeah, remember when when Luke Kane got his 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 head? Uh, they killed Luke Kane. Okay, so that was Deadly Alliance. That makes sense then. Cause was it Deadly Alliance? I feel like the that was Alliance. you watched was a cinematic still. Like it had a cinematic story. No, no, no. They it was just it was literally like a like one of like like Watch Mojo breaking it down, and they were just showing clips of it and everything. But. Okay. Okay. Deadly Alliance is the one when I feel like Luke Kane actually died in Deadly Alliance. In Deadly Alliance. That's, that's when Shao. That's when um, Shao Kahn. Uh, the, uh, that's was, how, uh, Shang Tsung and Quan Chi. Quan Chi, yeah, they they broke his oh, neck. That's when they introduced him. Yeah, that's when they. That's when Quan Chi was introduced. Yeah. No, because no, Quan Chi was introduced Quan before that. Before, yeah, before that. Oh, this, what so, number was Deadly Alliance? Then? Deadly, Alliance, Deadly Alliance was like it was like it was like five or something because it was like it was right after because like remember so they, they so my thing were they doing cinematic was it was it a yeah, cinematic yeah. that I think yeah they were I think this was like the second cinematic one. It might have been the first cinematic one because so? Mortal Kombat Four wasn't really that cinematic because then they had like. I thought Wait, it was right. Right. I thought Mortal Kombat Four was like ten or nine. Like, like if you play the story mode of ten or nine, like you playing every character in the order because they're putting you in. The oh story. no, no. So the Deadly Alliance definitely wasn't that. It was more so like, like I mean, it had the cutscenes, but you didn't, you didn't play every character in Deadly Alliance. All right. So, the, so I'm trying to remember Deadly. Cause I'm trying. So was Deadly Alliance the one that had the most character? Which one had the most characters? That wasn't deadly. That was the um. That was Armageddon, probably. Yeah, Armageddon. That's when 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 it had when it had everyone old and new. Yeah, that was Armageddon. That was the one. That was the one where everything had the reboot. Yep. So was that before Deadly Alliance? That was after oh. Deadly Alliance. That was okay. the last game. That was the last game before the reboot. Okay, so that was the last. So Armageddon was bringing all the characters back. Yep. And yeah, that's and when the reboot. Yep. Because, so as I was watching it, that's what they were saying. They were saying that there was this moment where like. Luke, like, uh, I think it was at the end of Deadly Alliance. Matter of fact, yeah, because at the end of Deadly Alliance, that's when uh, Raiden and everybody dies as well, and then Raiden gets that premonition where he says he has to win. Yep. So then they go back, and then it reboots. That's when they reboot the store, um, the Mortal Kombat, and everything. But Raiden, he has this little amulet that keeps on breaking because the timeline is fucked up, and so like he's thinking. And what, another thing that I failed to realize. Dog, I, for some reason, I just assumed that Liu Kang was winning all the Mortal Kombat. Let me go on. Yeah, yeah, dog. Like, we're making some points. Like, watching Scorpion's Revenge and like and like playing like MK11 and shit like that is like Liu Kang is like a nigga. Like, but it's like, but what it was though? It's Bruce Lee. That's what it was, nigga. <laughs> no, but it was like, Liu Kang was like he's like the most like he was the voice of like the Earth Realm. Like everybody, Raiden was above him. So he was a lieutenant. But like, even though even though he might not win it, he was the one that told everybody that we got to rally against like the Nether Realm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so like, even like when I said when I play MK11 
and started watching like the shows, like watching like this is like a flashback moment of like MK11 where they went through a lot of MK11 episodes, like or not MK11, like there's Mortal Kombat like moments that Raiden and Liu Kang had together. It was because Raiden would always. This might be a spoiler alert. Raiden would always take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Liu Kang couldn't handle it and be the one. But like you said, if that's the point in um, the like the past Mortal Kombat where he said like Liu Kang has to win, yeah. And the reason, like the the breaking point of NK Eleven was, um, Raiden grabbed the, the amulet again, got yep, strong, and Liu Kang was like, "Nigga, if I gotta kill you, or I gotta like die, yeah. or whatever." Like the statement he said. Well, no, because uh, I, I know what you're talking about because yeah. I, I watched it because what Luke Kane, Luke Kane, no matter what, wanted to kill uh, Shell Khan and uh, wanted to kill. Um, um, uh, so when they so when they rebooted it and Shell Khan was still alive. Oh, wait, that reboot that happened that that he must win part was at Armageddon. I just, Armageddon, yeah, yeah, it was at Armageddon. Sorry about that, but like when they rebooted it and everything, the thing about it is is that and how how Raiden accidentally killed Luke Kane was because. Like he like fam, no, uh, you aren't the one that needs to win because because at first he thought it was Luke Kane, you know, and then he but the amulet when when Luke Kane won the amulet didn't change, so then he was like, well, fuck it, maybe it's Kung Lao, but then Kung Lao got his neck snapped again, so he was like, fuck, so it ain't Kung Lao, and then he was like, oh shit, yeah. it needs to be Shao Kahn, so that way the um that way the elder gods can step in, but Luke Kane was like, nah, nigga, I gotta kill Shao Kahn because that nigga done killed my people, right. And, him and Raiden battle, and he and Raiden end up accidentally killing Liu Kang. So it's like, but like, why? Why is this? Why? Why do not? Why don't we have movies of this? This is. No, why don't we have story like, like, dog? This shit is so deep. Like, like, even newspaper bot being behind in the first Sub Zero. Yeah, like, well, that's important. I, I feel like the reason for it is even up until like they were kind of just piecing shit together, and up until. I would say probably like Armageddon, where they probably yeah. were like, okay, we're I, we're, I, we're planning on rebooting this. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Like, this is when they finally started putting an actual storyline to it. But, that, like, but that, that would make them ahead of like the gate, like bro. They was ahead of Marvel. Everybody, like bro, we finna make a universe. Hey, I saw somebody said. <laughs> I, heard, I saw somebody said somebody was like, man, you thought Dragon Ball Z um people came back to life? Mortal Kombat was like, hey, hold my beer. <laughs> Mortal Kombat brought an entire universe back and just said, no. like, like, y'all, like, what's so crazy about Mortal Kombat? Like I said, even the Jack story. Like oh yeah, Jack story yeah. Like seeing Scorpion's Revenge and watching how Jack's like like seeing I'm like dog that could actually have happened in one like even though we watched like play Mortal Kombat one and tournament whatever like the background story of it. Well, you, you, you know, they were fighting the tournament to like win right. Jack's back. You know what I'm saying? Well, you you know my theory and everything. It's always like like I, I love Marvels where they start with a, a big enough name, but he's not the main person, and then they launch the whole universe. Like Mortal Kombat definitely has so many stories with between Sonya Blade and Kano, and like everything that with their beef, or you know even with like even with like the uh, the Ninja Clan and just like them being turned to you know robots. Um, like you said, Jack's storyline, Johnny. Right. There's so many, like, bro, even Raiden. Like, if you want to learn about Raiden on how he even became... Right. The fact that we saw in Mortal Kombat 11 that he passed his p- powers to Raiden, like, to Liu Kang, that means someone passed powers to Raiden. Dog, Johnny Cage having, like, internal, like, like, 
uh, like ancient power within him. Like that shit. Like that's that's a whole storyline that I. Oh, oh. I'm sure fact, most people don't. Most people don't even know that storyline. Matter of fact, we are gonna bring this back because we are gonna talk. Because I, I, I told you guys when I said the, said the thing before, like Jacks, Jacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, why is Jax the only human nigga in World <laughs> Combat? Like, why he the like when I when I watched this when I watched the Scorpion episode, like watched the Scorpion movie, and they made the acknowledgement saying, like, we're not Johnny, we're not the cages. Like we don't have mythical powers. Like they really niggas. Yeah, they they niggas, niggas. <laughs> they really niggas, bro. Like Jack's got his fucking arms ripped off. Like why? <laughs> like dog, if we finna boycott some shit, you're like why is the only nigga gotta have his whole fucking arm ripped off to get fucking iron arms and still acknowledge? That he's not stronger than the whitest couple. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a fucking like God. Like he's like, bro, we can't compete with the white couple because they got mythical powers. You know what I'm saying? Like like, the white couple that ain't even fuck like nigga. Johnny Cage, if that if they would have been like family, it'd been it'd been weird for one. Which is also actually still weird still, because Johnny Cage and Sonya Cage shared the same kind of powers. No, 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 no. It's only in Johnny Cage. Sonya Blade didn't have it, but they baby the uh, but Cassie did. So are they saying that in Mortal Kombat One, Sonya already had like already got fucked by Johnny Cage? No, uh, no, 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 no. Because they, 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 so. they, it was after um, it was it had to be after um, Deadly Alliance because whenever because remember Johnny Cage was all, Johnny Cage was always shooting his game like he was definitely Brock as hell. Like, Johnny Cage like, was Brock like a motherfucker. Game. Like from Mortal Kombat One, I, was, I see it was during the events of the new timeline. That's when their relationship started. That would so make sense. Shit, I told you, shit. So shit got so rewritten. Is that's they do need movies and shit because it's like stuff got so rewritten and you got to try to piece it together through games, through like spinoff right, games. Like, I would love to see even if they were like shitty people as like a, a relationship. Like I would love to see a Netflix or a Hulu show of Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade just like fighting. Like this nigga was a movie star. Like he was like, like oh, but that's the like fighting crime with her on the DL. Like on some like you know like I need my help. You know like that's the start. Of this, the start of the, the start of the uh, of the whole universe can be. You start off with Johnny Cage, just this actor, this actor who fell from grace, who's trying, who's desperately trying to get it back, and everything. He 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 has this sense of purpose that he's looking for that he thinks is in the movie. And oh, you know, so crazy. Oh, yeah. getting that invitation to Mortal Kombat, and like you know, what I'm saying or whatever the case may be, but like. You know what I'm saying? Like he always like he probably, you know he probably having these dreams of like this celestial powers, but like it's just right. like, it's a movie. I can dog, I can eat, like dog. Rudy Johnny Cage is literally Goku. Dog, <laughs> oh, like, ridiculous. Like I can see Raiden. Like even how Raiden the MK11 telling Liu Kang like, "Hey, you know your prophecy actually is to like be the god." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my prophecy for you. But it's like. It further going on and on. Like Raiden can show know this shit from like further on and on, it, or even like Liu Kang, you know, like oh, really? The God is fucking Johnny Cage, <laughs> right? Who don't know nothing about what? Like, bro, they they Liu Kang always get painted 
as the character who doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Like, just like you mean Johnny like Goku. And every time, though, yeah, did he, he doesn't know on, he wins the battle, though. Like, oh, nigga, you actually fighting with real swords and not? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and be done. Like, and be done with him. Like, everybody else around him, Sonya, Raiden, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, knows what the fight they're getting into. But yeah. Johnny Cage is the only nigga that always, every time they introduce him, like, and he's American, bro. Like he's American. Like where the fuck he's is American that? as fuck? <laughs> yeah, like he's a, like Barack literally throws a fucking blade at your head, and you just know the duck. Like what the fuck? How? Yeah, like, that's not even real life scenarios for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, that's wild. Yeah, nah, that's like Johnny Cage might be eventually like the fucking Goku of yeah. more time, Bro, they got a chest hat, dog. Now, like he got that dog. He gangsta as a bitch, bro. Like, he's lit. Like, he's lit. <laughs> fucking lit. And it's like I don't know. I, what's so funny is like they are making Johnny Cage like the character that you should always want to play with because it's like Johnny Cage really wants to stay in the earth because Tony Blade and everybody don't care about shit. Like he's like Trump, nigga. Like <laughs> you know, money and power. Like oh, this is a film shoot, nigga. Like look. You think he's so asking just because yeah. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's that, like that goat. You know what I'm saying? And Mortal Kombat can easily play this nigga like Luke Kane, like be like, God thought it was me. But Johnny Cage really that truth. Like, nigga, like, yeah. we don't know why he got powers. We don't even know why Johnny Cage got powers. There's that never is, a story on why Johnny Cage has powers. Well, in the video I watched, they didn't like say it looks like the none of the games really dove deep into it, but it was like some like it's like he's descendant of like some of one of the elder guys or some shit like that or something like that. So right, but you just don't know. Like he, the fact that you can even throw that little alib in there, yeah, your story. Like you can make a Johnny Cage like I mean, even if it be an elder guy coming to reclaim his child. I mean, that, he, that just basically like, Johnny Cage back. You know what I'm saying? Like. And that just basically goes back into what you were saying before, is that we need more stories or offshoots. Like, they, remember when they did the uh, Sub-Zero Mythology game? Like, why did they do oh more like those? I love that game. I ain't gonna lie. That, that like, was... I don't, that, I that, I don't know why they put so much into like Quan Chi. That game, that's, what, that's the game that got me more into, like, who Quan Chi is and everything. Right. Like, yeah. like, I don't understand why they put so much effort into both of them anyway. Like, just as so like even in the Scorpion Revenge story, like I honestly didn't care. Like other than to the end when he actually like threw all fucking fatalities he had in his pocket, like I didn't care for Scorpion. What? And Sub Zero didn't even do shit, bro. Like it was the old Sub Zero that did all the shit. Like no, it's you, remember? Yeah, like the the, the I understand like the new Sub Zero that was actually with like with um Scorpion didn't do nothing. Like, yeah. So like, I was like, I didn't really care for Scorpion. Even though Scorpion Revenge, I feel like it was like a setup for like Mortal Kombat. Like y'all gave me, y'all gave me uh, Jax. Y'all gave me uh, interview with you know what I'm saying, like Luke Kang and Katana. Like, y'all gave me everything that's like uh, uh, low key. This was this was Sonya Blade's story. Sonya was a beast in this motherfucking movie. <laughs> Duh, she you was Sonya Blade's. Sonya Blade was whoop, fam. She whooped that nigga ass at the front, like Sonya Blade. Like, uh, you know what's so funny though? You gotta play, play the game. 
play the game. No, I'm talking about the movie. I'm talking about the movie. No, no. I'm not going to tell you anything. Play the game. I am. I'm playing it this week. I'm going to play it this week. Play the game. Wait, what? If you get about the story, like the anime, how they portray Kano, Kano in there, and so you play it. Kano always been a slum. Kano, Kano. And, 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 that that's one storyline that they never go away from. Sonya yeah, always, always gonna be chasing Kano. <laughs> like, no, the game, they, no, but the game though, Cassie has no play the game, play the game. Right. Cassie, like fuck all this shit, bro. We done with this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, well, shit. Let's get us some recommendations, man. Um, damn, wait, damn, we wait, we are at one thirty. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm actually gonna recommend Dave. I'm gonna recommend Dave. If if no one's seen Dave right now, it's his episodes in. Even hearing our story talking about Dave, like that's it's a great like dog. Dave is a great fucking show to watch. It's fucking hilarious. Like I put I put a couple of friends on it, and I'm really happy that I put them on it because they actually like talk to me back and forth and be like, yeah, like talk about Dave shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I right. like. That. Like, I mean, yeah, they could watch the whole. They could watch the whole season on Hulu. Yep. So, yeah, so like, yeah, right on Hulu. You can watch the whole shit. Like, watch the whole season on like Dave too. And actually, like knowing now about Gator, like, Gator. I, oh, right. you put the, you like, put the hard man, ER on there. Man, definitely put the hard ER on there. <laughs> like, yeah, right, definitely watching Gator. Uh, watching Dave. Um, I'm saying, like, definitely watching Dave, but patient the Gator, like patient the Gator, like. Like he like they put him they put Gator in there for a reason. Right. And the fact that we talking about is that like that's the reason. Like he put him in there for a reason. So Diz, what about you, man? Um, I still just been really watching a lot of horror movies and shows. Rewatch how uh Haunting a Hill House, cause they got I know the second one is in post production. Mm-hmm. Are you watching uh, are you talking about the Netflix? Yeah, I'm rewatching it for the second time and it was shit that, like, watching it again that I didn't catch the first time that made it even doper. And like I said, especially with the second one is in post-production, so that one will be coming out. Um, the, ha- the Haunting on Blind Manor. So, yeah, watch that. Be prepared for when that one come out. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead uh, and recommend Scorpion's Revenge. I, don't, I know there's a couple of people who didn't know what they were going to get into and didn't necessarily watch it. Um, definitely, definitely. Uh, check it out because um, it got me geeked up about Mortal Kombat all over again. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I low key want to download every game and play every game in order just to you Get know the full story. Yeah. Well, I mean I, that video did a really good job. I throw I throw the link in the group chat and everything, and probably put um, put it on the group uh, Facebook group page. It did a really good job at breaking it down. Um, but I still just want to play. I'm like, I'm in Mortal Kombat mode. I'm uh, I'm about to watch all the old movies again. Like I just, I'm just in Mortal Kombat mode right now. And I think that that was a really, really um good movie. Well, it was great you- though, huh? I said it was great though. It was actually like, yeah, it was really good, really good. Like, you didn't, you, you wouldn't realize it's like, like, like new Sabu and like, like you know, sorry, whatever his name is. Noob Saibot. No, I'm talking about the actual, like the actual artist, though. Like New Saibot is like actually like uh, Tobias Boom. Yes. Oh, okay. Tobias Boom. Yeah. Would actually like get this farther 
with the like with with Mortal Kombat. Like it's really a fucking it's amazing though. Yeah. All right, and then as always, the OG recommendation. Make sure you go to geeksetpodcast.com. Check out all our past episodes. Check out our merch store, man. We got some. We're running a, a discount right now for uh, those who've been watching one on one with Deuces. Um, use the code Deuces. You get, uh, what was it, free shipping? And, uh, yeah. Pop- yeah. And some money off. And some money off. So, yeah, make sure you check that. Uh, make sure you go to our YouTube page and check out our one-on-ones with Deuces. Right now, we got the interview up with Timothy De La Ghetto. Uh, that is our most recent episode. So, make sure you check that out. And then follow us on all social media, at Geek Set Podcast. And again, man, this is the only place that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together. We are out. Peace. Peace. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.